Deplorable Nation, a podcast where your voices can be heard, where things that affect you and your family are important, because it's important to all of us. Every one of us matters, and everybody has a voice. We're going to be bringing you news, current events, and throw in a lot of humor, and then you decide for yourself. Hello and welcome to another episode of Deplorable Nation. This is episode number 60, Frantic Redo. And today I have Miss Frantic Missy on here with me again from the last recording from May. So we're going to try this again today and it's going to go much better, I can assure you. So Missy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I just wrapped up uh, my morning show a couple hours ago, so we're just gonna we're just gonna pull it all out today, huh, Janet? <laughs> Fantastic! And that was your first morning show, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It went very well, and we didn't Fantastic. talk about politics at all. It was glorious, <laughs> right? There's so many other things to you know to talk about and to focus on and you know to tell people about that maybe they've never heard of or something that they're interested in but they haven't looked into things so it's not like there's a lack of things to talk about you know i wish there was honestly sometimes like i have an ongoing joke about how i'm like i just want to get arrested so i can have 23 hours of uninterrupted sleep and someone can take my phone away. <laughs> someone else right. will make me food and clean up for real. For real, where do I sign up? What do I have to drink and drive? Like, just tell me, because like I'm exhausted. <laughs> like the social media and the constant news and all the negativity. I am just exhausted with all of it. Uh, I'm happy to be here today, though, because I mean we've got so much going on, and I feel like so special to be invited on here, especially for the second time, considering how crazy the first one went. <laughs> Round two. Uh, I'm just, ex- I'm excited to be here because we have so much in common uh, politically and otherwise. And, you know, it feels sometimes like we're all alone in this world. Uh, right. When you walk around and, you know, the world is getting crazy out there and, uh, you know, common sense people like you just, just make it, uh, make me feel special and make me feel like I'm part of a community, which I am. Yeah. And you know, the, like somebody earlier, I had posted a meme yesterday and it was basically basically like four separate photos and it was like, um, because you have a need for fear, because you have a need for complete control and something else, mm-hmm. I'm like, equals not my problem. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And somebody just totally like said I was making fun of people and whatnot. But my whole thing is <clears throat> my not life a mean is, bone in your body. Uh, my life, my life is happy and I have no drama. And why do I need to invite someone else's drama mm-hmm. into my world to make them feel more comfortable with themselves? I, uh, That's not my job. I, I quit caring what people think a long time ago and Me I'm too. much healthier for doing that. Oh, Uh, absolutely. And when all of that goes out the window and it's like, you know, you just let people be who they are. Mm -hmm. If you want to be 
crazy or weird or spastic or, you know, live in fear or, you know, whatever that is your thing. Mm -hmm. I don't live that way. And I'm not going to let somebody else's bad energy or bad juju pull me to a place where I don't want to be again. I actually made like, I made a list of rules that I follow and I wrote them down. And the first rule is you cannot give truth to those who don't seek it. You're just True. wasting your energy. You never see someone right. get backed into a corner, right? And they go, you know what? You're right. No, that doesn't happen. They get backed into right. a corner and they fist fight their way out. So you cannot right. get truth to those who don't seek it. Like you're just wasting your energy. You're wasting your positivity. You're wasting your time. And, and some people, they, they prefer to have their head in the ground. Now, people have reasons for that. Now, you don't know what's going on in someone else's life. So right. who am I right. to tell them what they need to know? They'll come around. They always do. Being a black belt's hard, but it also comes with responsibility. And the second thing I always say is, uh, in the Bible, it says 365 times. I want you to think about that. 365 times it says in the Bible, fear not. That's one fear not right. for every day of the year. And in some versions, it's got 366. That's for the leap year, I guess. So we have no, nothing to fear. Fear is an option. Yeah. And see, that's that's the way that I feel. That's the way I believe. And like anybody that, you know, knows me well enough should know mm -hmm. that I don't I don't live that way. And like people message or, you know, whatnot, and they'll say, but, you know, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so worried about the future. And I'm like, I'm not. Mm -hmm. And here's why I'm not, because I have my faith. Not only in, you know, a higher power than myself, but I also have faith in myself. Mm -hmm. And we, I got into this discussion last night with the same thing. And it's like, I know wholeheartedly who I am and I don't doubt in that. And I won't be the kind of person that wavers or bends or break just because things get tough or things get scary. That's when... Mm -hmm my fight or flight comes out and that's, you know, survival mode, but I'm not going to like change my whole personality to worry about what might happen someday. You know, the truth is like a line. It can defend itself. You know, exactly. It doesn't need yeah. me to stick up for it. It, it, it exactly. everything comes out in the wash anyways. And, and, you know, the line does not lose sleep over the opinion of the sheep. Uh, I'm not that's worried when anybody thinks, and you know what? If they feel the need to tell you what they think, that's a weak person, and I pity them, and I will listen right. to what they have to say, and I will pretend that, you know, what they're saying is right or what they're saying works. But right. uh, at the end of the day, I mean, it's just one of those things where you sometimes it's better to just be nice and be polite than it is right. to try to, like, convince anybody of anything, because they're going to make up their mind on their own way anyway. So there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, and the whole the whole thing is, you know, if you want to attack me, um, and you start name calling me and stuff like that to make yourself feel better. They're weak. That shows you what kind of a personality that you have. Because mm -hmm. I would never like, you know, call somebody names or something because they have a different opinion. Because this world would be a very monotonous, boring place if everybody thought identically. I say that all the time, Janet. I say the exact yeah. same thing. I say all the time, I'm like, you know, the world would be really boring if we were all the same. That's right. You know, and I mean, think about it in the aspect of like, I hate coffee. I don't like coffee in any way, shape or form. So think about like if people mandated that you have to drink coffee all the time because mm -hmm. we all have to be identical. 
Yeah, and y'all, everyone had to have Starbucks. Um, No. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen the? You ever seen the uh, the original Starbucks logo by any chance? Oh, it is so insane. Mm -hmm. We had I had a discussion yesterday about um, some logo things, and it it's so just blatant and everywhere about you know that. There's so the, many things I, that are like that. For example, engagement rings. The game plan, yeah. Engagement engagement rings. First of all, diamonds are not as rare as you think they are, right? That that was a whole that was a marketing campaign. An engagement ring right. was a marketing campaign. Breakfast. When you eat bacon and eggs for breakfast, well, that was a marketing campaign. And right. people don't realize that. Like these things slip into our lives and we're so busy working and like trying to you know, you know, work on our marriage and, and raise our children and, you know, take care of everyone around us, you know, especially as women, that, that we forget that there's all this stuff that's just been grandfathered into our consciousness that we don't no. even realize. It, it, it's not even that it's a dangerous thing. Those are silly things. But there are things that, like logos, that right. are embedded in our consciousness and we don't even realize that they're right in front of our face. And it's not 100%. scary as much as it's offensive, you know? Right. But, you know, that's that's the gameplay there is anything they can sneak in subtly mm-hmm. and then it like becomes the norm Janet, because then people stop questioning. I'm laughing all the way to the bank because the harder these people fight to censor, the harder these people like try to change the law and stack the courts and God knows what else they're going to pull out there, you know. Right. I don't know how many cocktails it takes for, you know, Pelosi to decide she's going to, you know, change the, the law. But however many that is, drunk on a plane Pelosi, whatever she's doing over there, at the end of the day, they don't fight so hard because they're losing. I mean, they, they don't fight so hard right. because they're winning. They fight so hard because right. they're losing. They would not exactly. be censoring us and treating us like second-class citizens and trying right. to, you know, stack everything against, you know, patriots like you and me if it weren't for the fact that, like, they're losing. And they know they're losing. Right. And and it's so funny because they're making people wake up all on their own. <laughs> they, they never thought that when they locked us down, we'd all get on the computer and learn what's really going on with the Federal Reserve and stuff like that. They never thought that would happen. They never thought housewives right. would be, you know, trolling about Epstein and trying to figure out what's going on in the world and, like, getting on Reddit and 4chan and 8chan and, and you know, discovering documents from the CIA. People never thought that when they locked us in that we would think for ourselves and start exactly. researching things and learning about the world that they locked us in. And that's the thing that scares them the most is a knowledgeable public because Mm -hmm. once you are knowledgeable, you cannot unlearn. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the more information that you arm yourself with, the more dangerous of a person that you are to them and to their quote way of life. You know what I'm saying? It's shocking that, you know, Back in the, excuse my language, but the pussy hats. Remember that? When they stormed right. the Capitol and they sat in the elevator and they took over the senator's elevator and wouldn't let. Right. Yeah. And they were like screaming about the Kavanaugh hearings. Remember that? That yeah. was nothing. You know, Antifa can burn down a police station and, you know, occupy a federal courthouse. That's fine. But what happened? With police inside. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But what happened in January? Now that. That is just too much. You've gone too mm-hmm. far. Like, it amazes me that I feel like they, you know, everyone's like, Pelosi, you know, she didn't do enough, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, I think that she really is just, she's really upset about her laptop missing. 
I think that's mm-hmm. what all this is really about. Because <laughs> no one's found her laptop yet. It's and still out oh, there in the ether. Someone's got it. Oh, the secrets mm-hmm. on that laptop. <laughs> well, we know what happened with Hunters. So just saying, maybe not <laughs> the best, uh, you know, thing to have out there. That's what she's flipping out about, you know. And, and all that, that stuff around the, the – it amazes me. They build all those fences, right? And they're passing all these laws and they're calling us all these names, right? It's hilarious to me because at the end of the day, that's just showing how scared they are of us, the people. I know. They're terrified and, of the people. That's and it's amazing. funny because like the the first Twitter that I had that got removed, you know, my name on there was so long because every time they would call us a new name, <laughs> I would add that <laughs> to my name. <laughs> and so it was like deplorable hillbilly redneck rube cult nice. member blah 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 and it just kept getting longer and longer and longer and i wear those as a badge of honor because anything that you call me makes you look absolutely asinine do you know who name and calls so, children children yeah. call each other names you want to know why because they're not capable of being cognitively interested or smart enough to say an actual exactly. argument they call you a name because it's the easiest way to dismiss someone Right. And I, I just find that humorous when that's like, that's the quote defense strategy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're children. They behave like children. I see. I can't even be mad at them. I just feel sorry for them at this point because they're so it pathetic. Is, it's humorous to me, like how batshit nuts they are. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but people, they are batshit nuts. And I'm just saying, because things that they say, you know, and rules that they make for everyone else, but then they don't abide by them and whatever. And they're trying to snow you. And people that see through that, that is why I said they're asinine. All they're doing is eating their own. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like you just prove time and time again that it is nothing but a control mechanism and you know that's it the rules there's nothing to, else the rules to be in their little club have gotten so crazy and so long and so like off the deep end that it, who who can follow all those checks like who who can who can like do that no one they're literally destroying their own movement and see you know they want to talk trash about conservatives and Republicans, and they want to push through all this evil stuff, which we know is evil. I mean, we just, I just had, I just watched Tim Pool reporting on what they're doing with, uh, I'm trying to keep this as PC and and as light as possible, what they're doing with the material of uh, late-term aborted fetuses. Yeah. Even Tim Pool now is reporting on that. So they think that they can get away with all this nonsense, and they have. They have gotten away with it for now, but it's not going to last because the people won't stand for it. I mean, look, Janet, how many countries in the world right now, as of the date of this recording, how many countries right now are rioting in the streets? All of them. I'm losing count. (laughs) I'm I'm running out of like, I had a map up and I was like, ah, look at this, look at this. And the whole, Europe's all black now. Australia's over. (laughs) Right. It's just, I mean, people, the people, we, the people, we will only stand so much. And right. the scary the scary thing isn't what they're doing or what they're trying to get away with. 
the scary thing is that people haven't turned off the idiot box. People keep mm-hmm. watching their shows and watching their TV. And, you know, I, I always say, I'm like, why would you go home from your job, right? That you're like, you're like waiting, you're gunning to get home, right? You, you wait for lunch all morning and you mess around on Facebook, right? And then, and then you get your lunch break and you're like, oh, my lunch. And then lunch is over and you scramble and like wait to go home. And you get home and guess what you do? You sit in front of the TV, you eat food that's not good for you because it's easy because you're tired. And then you watch other right. people live their lives. Why not just go out right. and live your own life? 720 hours a year, Janet. Seven hundred. Yeah. That's how many hours. If you watch two hours of TV per day, that's how many hours it adds up to be. If you watch a legal documentary or a legal drama, right, or a medical drama, that, that time, that 720 hours, you could go be a real nurse. You could go right. be an actual, you could be actually, you could become a paralegal and be actually involved in that drama. But it's sad because people walk around unfulfilled in their lives. And I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, that's necessarily a bad thing. I think everybody's got their time. Everybody's going to come into to their own and their own glory when it's time. God, God has a plan. Thank God, because he knows what he's doing, especially when I don't. And these people, there has to be an out for them. And, and right. it, it, it's going to come around. But it's just it makes me sad because I sit there and I watch all these smart, beautiful, bright, amazing people, patriots too, like us, that take that TV and they use it to relax instead right. of like doing all the things they could do in their free time that could better their life or better their children's lives or just learn how to do something, make something, be something, do achieve something, write a song, write a poem. That's how you really fight darkness. The opposite of war isn't peace, it's creation. Right. And you know what's so funny about that? Like me, I am not a huge TV watcher. Um, I mean, we'll watch a movie every once in a while, but I would rather sit outside because even though like it's hotter than Satan's ball sack right now. I'm in South outside, Carolina. I hear you. It's oh brutal. my God. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's hot and it's humid and it's miserable, but I love to sit outside because I love to watch all the wildlife. I like to hear the noises and the sounds. It relaxes me. I hate, hate, hate being on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not spend my time doing that. I do not spend my time um, in front of the TV set because I can't stand that. And so, you know, I'm like writing a cookbook. I'm making um, provisions like I've been making a lot of jerky lately that I've been patch packaging up. Every and, time you make some and, jerky and you're like, this is for the leftists. This is for the <laughs> you're like, look at this do jerky. Not look eat, at these jerky. Do not <laughs> don't eat this right now either. Yeah. Put some silica gel in it, you know? <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. That's what we should all be doing. Like like I said, the opposite of war is not peace. It's creation. Like that's how right. you fight evil is you make something because evil can't create. If they could Hollywood wouldn't be full of all these movies that are just reboots. Ghostbusters with women, eh, eh. And it's like constantly, like, they have to redo stuff. It's like they completely ran out of creativity. Well, that's because demons can't create, darling. And it's just like... They weren't made in God's image. uh, Constantly, like, oh, guess what is coming out next? Oh, it's a series about... It's a Lord of the Rings series. And that's by coming out, we mean on, on your TV because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Idiots. And I'm just like, ugh. Like, I just, I personally don't care because I have so many other things that I do that I just, I don't have time for all that. And I haven't watched the news for, like, yep. 
a year. Well, why why would you want to sit there and get mad when you don't have to? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like why? And well, I, what's the point? It's not, it's not going to change that, it. Me watching it's not going to make it any better. Yeah, and I think that's why uh, life is so very peaceful for me. And I don't have the depression and anxiety and angst and all the other things that a lot of people seem to be dealing with these days because I just don't let that kind of shit affect me. There's a direct correlation between the idiot box and people that freak out. I remember when people were fist fighting each other in Walmart over toilet paper. And I remember thinking to myself, dude, you can't eat toilet paper. Toilet paper is a relatively new invention. People used to use Sears catalogs to wipe their butt with. You well, you it? could eat you could eat toilet paper. <laughs> the canned food sitting there on the shelf behind the people fist fighting over the toilet paper, and I'm sitting there going, "Is that the alphabet agency? See what they can get a word with." You got, there's a direct correlation with, between people that watch a lot of television, right? And right. anxiety, fear, leftism, right? Right. Social awareness, whatever you want to call it. I can't. You can't see the bunny ears I'm holding up, but yeah, <laughs> social responsibility. Like those are the people that get most affected by this stuff. And I think that the reason that you sit on your porch and you enjoy that, even if it's hot, is because we're not made to be comfortable. When you are comfortable, that's a bad thing when you're a human. Right. We're not supposed and you to be know, comfortable. That's not good. That's that's when I get like it I get really, really, really exhausted mm-hmm. if I'm just sitting inside. You're like so, yeah. I, it makes me feel like ass and I cannot stand it. And so I will get up and I will go outside. Even if it's like 20 below, mm-hmm. I will bundle up and go sit outside because it makes me feel better. You're supposed to be uncomfortable. I tell yeah. people all the time, I'm like, look, you don't, people are like, I don't like my life and this, that, and the other. Wah, 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 this isn't fair and blah, 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 blah. And I tell them, I'm like, look, you've got two options. You, be, you can be uncomfortable. Right. Being uncomfortable. Or you can change it. Or you can yeah. be uncomfortable with change. Yeah. So I want to always go for the change. I'd rather move forward than sit in the ditch and cry and, and you know, you know, Me too. whine about my life. Like, look, you might be able to change everything, but you can change a little bit of something every single day. You know, two boats. I live in Charleston, South Carolina. It's a harbor town. If two boats leave the harbor, right? And one of those boats takes a two degree, just a little bit of a turn off to the left. That boat ends up in England and the other boat ends up in Africa. And the reason why is because just little changes. That's all it takes. That's all it takes to get to where you want to go. And turning off the TV is the best advice I can ever give anyone other than finding God and figuring out who you are in the universe or just walk outside and put your feet in the grass. It's good for you. We're not supposed to be comfortable. It's not healthy. And stop spending literally all day, every day on social media. Yeah. That does not help your mind state. No, it doesn't. Oh. And and buying stuff is not love. So yeah, no. it doesn't matter how nice your car is. Why do you care about why why do people care about what other people think? Because at the end of the day, those exactly people right. stab you in the front. They don't care about you. Your neighbors, psh. Let, let us have a real lockdown like they do in Australia where the cops are like, you don't walk in the street or else. Like, wait, if that right. happens here, you'll find out exactly who the people around you are. And <laughs> I'm serious. Truth. <laughs> I mean, good luck. There's a gun behind every, every blade of grass, right? Good luck yeah. with that here. It might work in New York City, but you know what? Hey, psh, it's already gone to the birds anyways. Good luck. Yep. <laughs> that, and that's you got to have a vaccine that's- passport to go to a restaurant. The restaurant owners are losing their minds. I'm like, why'd you guys say? 
You knew. Yep. You knew this was coming. Yep. And and you just have to say no because there's a lot of, you know, owners that are standing up against it and they're like only people that that haven't gotten the jib jabber are allowed in. Mm-hmm. Well, good for them. Because the end, and at the here's end of the day, the like, I, I read an article in the Epoch Times because I, I get the newspaper and they were talking. It was so funny because they were interviewing um, all these restaurant owners in New York and how they were handling the new uh, vaccine. And the, the, the people that actually stood up for like, well, we agree that you should have it. But I can't afford someone at the door to check it. And I'm sitting there going, you coward. That's right. why. Where's your backbone, darling? You know, if you had right. a backbone, you would have left. And you're asking for protected information. And I'm sorry, but none of that shit is anybody's business. Yeah. No, they say that HIPAA doesn't apply because HIPAA is only in a medical facility. Um, so that does not apply. But yes, you cannot ask someone their medical status or a medical question. Well, that like does not before from doing things that are illegal. So right, well, no, because they do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting in people's medical records, which are supposed to be wink, wink, secure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get me that started. Don't true. even get me yeah. started on the people that bought all the records because that is a thing. And yeah, it was bare. Put yeah, it, that it is. Way. Same people. Yeah. the same people that dropped Zyklon B into right. You know, Auschwitz into the concentration right. camps to wipe people out in the gas chambers, bear, the same people that make Flintstone vitamins. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Those yeah. people are the ones that bought, in a shell company, all the freaking records. So, I mean, everyone's like, you know, I've got a cousin of mine that did 23 and me. I was like, Megan, have you lost your mind? I know, right? I was like, why would you yep. do that? And she's like, it's, yep. it's not, it's, it's just, they're, just, they're just helping me, you know, figure out what are, blah, blah, blah. I was like, sweetie, do you know what Blackstone is? Do I have to really? You know better. I, you know me, <laughs> rent, you're not listening. You got you got ham in your ears. What's going on, Megan? Like, why do you want to do that? <laughs> I love you, but you're dumb, and I worry about I, you. But I can't keep you safe. You, you did. I it think to it's ham. It's ham salad that's stuffed in there. <laughs> you know what ham stands for? Hard as a, you know, mother lover. <laughs> she went mother ham lovers. on. Her, she went ham on her own genetics. I was like, what is wrong with you? Don't include me in this mess. I'm not claiming you on Facebook or anything else now. We are no longer related. Yeah. I love you, but I just don't like you very much right now. <laughs> At the end of the day, I mean, like, that that's what it is. I mean, the the medical stuff, like, they, that they're just, you know what? I don't know why I get, I might need, I'm not going to get worked. I'm not going to get worked up about it. When, what do you yeah, expect no. a wolf to do? A wolf's going to do something bad. It, it's like, I've got a pet bear. Well, good luck. <laughs> that, that's what they do. I, they just do evil I stuff. W- that's what they do. I don't know why I even get shocked or upset about it. There's no point anymore. I wish I had a pet bear. Right? I like bears. Yeah, but bear, I'm just going to disclose this. Uh, bear is actually really good to eat too. So yep. if anybody wants to send me some bear steaks, I would love you forever. There you go. Send Janet some bear steaks. <laughs> <laughs> bear steaks and bear. Party at my house. Yeah, party at Jan- <laughs> Yep. Yeah, you can go sit on the porch in the heat. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> you're going to be so right. uncomfortable, you're going to make change. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, like, when everything gets topsy-turvy, you know, you can say what you, I mean, say what you want, but the Bible, I love it 
Not because, I mean, I know what it's been messed with. I'm not stupid. I know that, you know, right. King James, the same people that wrote demonology. That's right. the guy that got all the witches burnt. That's the same guy that wrote the King James Bible. I mean, in real life, that's what happened. Same dude. I get all that. But at the end of the day, I love the Bible because it doesn't matter because it's been around for so long that it's comforting to know that something can last. And it's right. comforting to know that they can't stop it out. No matter how right. hard they try. I mean, I believe that the Holocaust was not necessarily about eviscerating the Jewish culture. I think it was about getting rid of the book. Because Yeah, and yeah. And there's so there's so many people that um like nowadays struggle with what what their definition of spirituality is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so many people that that question that and question like, is there um, like a higher power? Do you go to heaven? You know, all these things. You don't have to have all of the answers. That's fear-based thinking. You know? That's just fear-based thinking. That's because you're, that's selfishness. That's you being worried about you, not you right. being worried about how you're going to make a difference in this world. Right. And how you're going to affect other people, you know? You know, and, and that's my thing is that um, I'm fine with you know, what my outcome is going to be, whatever that may be, um, because my life has been really good. Mm -hmm. And so I'm more concerned with what I can do to help other people. Well, the the fear of death is a relatively new concept because 150 years ago, you know, when you have babies, half of them didn't make it, right? When you weren't, you know, drugging them with laudanum to keep them quiet, half of them didn't make it. Right. Death was a, such a normal thing that in the 1910s, uh, Life magazine had an article and it was called The Living Room. It's just it's the same thing as the parlor, but they called it The Living Room. That's why it's right. called The Living Room because you don't the lay living out your room bed. today. Because you don't yeah. look out your dead. People had a, such a, a closer relationship with death because they experience it so commonly and so often. We're so far right. removed from our, our in, imminent demise. That we struggle with the concept of like there being an end to anything. Right. Again, we're just too comfortable. And and death is a part of life. I mean, at the end of the day, if we all live forever, the world will be overrun with idiots. It's already overrun with idiots. And there's lots of people that are dying, according to CNN. I mean, I, they, they haven't brought up the death clock yet. I'm just waiting. It's going to be a good time. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to start having countdowns like they did for Y2K. Mm, well, yeah. Which, which or, or 2012. Remember that? They, they had yeah. furniture for sale. I bought lawn furniture. Guess what? Hurricane wiped it out. Guess what? I still had to pay for it. It was awful. I was like, why did the world end? I could have gotten out of this. They're like, don't pay anything until January 20, 2013. I was like, signing me up. I'm getting some furniture for my lawn. <laughs> Hurricane came, totally trashed it, right? And I still had to pay. I was like, why did the world end? Come on now. Hillary Clinton, I thought you were on top of this. <laughs> well, she's on top of something, but that's another story. You you know how I am on Twitter. I say naughty things about uh, first ladies. So, <laughs> well, and that's you know, I think that's a good thing about us because there's not very many women in this community, and people are so afraid to offend someone or to say mm-hmm. something that <gasps> might hurt someone else's feelings. Well, that's because they have they're 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 beholden to the, the snake that's going to eat them. I mean, they, yeah. they have a job that they're terrified to lose their job. They're terrified to lose their home. They're terrified to lose their car. Look, I've never had a credit card in my life. The banker games, they lost. 
I refuse. Right. I refuse. I refuse to play their games. I've never had a car loan. I own a house. We're not going to get into that today. But I, I don't have any financial worries because I don't play their stupid banker games. I'm not going to do it. They get they can right. they can f off. I mean, I'm sorry. I've got way. Hor- I mean, like think about it like this: the things that they've done to this. This is all about the banks. You know, we think it's about politics, but what it really comes down to is it's big pharma and the right. bankers. If, if it wasn't about the bankers in 2008, they would have bailed out the homeowners that could have bailed out the banks. Right. But they didn't do that. They just seized up a bunch of property. I just, Which is yeah. kind, of, kind of what their game is right now. I just bought a copy of The Creature from Jekyll Island, and I ran out of highlighter. I had to buy highlighters. They haven't come in that. Don't, don't judge me, but, you know, cowboy hat Bezos hasn't sent my new <laughs> highlighters yet. Look, I don't want to leave the house. It's, at least it's not Walmart. Could be worse. At least I don't know FEMA camps at, at Amazon, right? I call it Damazon because right. I get drunk and order all this stuff. I'm like, what did I do? What is this? Drunk shopping. Drunk uh, shopping is the best. Dude, I'm on a first name basis with my with the UPS guy. He's like, again, I'm like, you know me. <laughs> I'm like, Thanks, every Paul. time, right? Every time they pull in the driveway, they're like, "What's up?" Don't worry, I bought a printer on on Amazon. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's for real, for real. <laughs> I wanted to start a YouTube channel, like a YouTube show, uh, and call it Amazon, where I like spend a hundred dollars, like shit can hammered, and then open up all the boxes dead sober or hungover, <laughs> and see what you got. Yep. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But like, I spent one hundred thirty dollars. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. Red wine. That's what happened. That could be a game. <laughs> oh, it, it absolutely should be. That that should be a game. It. Hey, if you get a sponsor. We could play that game on your show anytime you want. Someone's got a sponsor, though. I'm pretty sure, you know, Cowboy, Dick Rocket, you know, Bezos isn't going to help us. So, <laughs> do you not that love? That would be. Do you not love his hat? That would be. Uh, oh, dude, I, I'm just saying. Okay, so you've got that, and then you have the phallic rocket mm-hmm. and all these other things. Like, what? What in the world are they you trying play. to? Are you like? Are you trying to improve your image or something? No, I mean he. You know he's he, not. He's not compensating he, for anything. I'm sure he's he, he's doing just great downstairs. He reminds me of Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> no, that's a that's a Dr. Bill Gates. No, it, Bezos reminds me of of Mr. Burns, and I, you know, people like that, which you know, everybody's got their own taste. Okay, if you think he's attractive, then that's your thing. He's not attractive to me. I like bald nerds that can't dance. That's what I love. Yeah, (laughs) he's not not my cup of tea as far as, you know, in the looks department. But I'm just like, the dude needs some help. He really needs some help for improvement. But faking like a cowboy image and stuff. Come on now. I just. uh, Come on now. I just sent you in a DM on Twitter his emoji. Did you know that Jeff Bezos has an emoji? Oh, barf. Is it it, it the pregnant man emoji? No, it's the the smiley face wearing the cowboy hat. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Hold on. I got. Oh, shoot. These companies, man, they're all all hand in hand. I mean, it's. you know how you do you have any concept how much money the pharmaceutical companies are making off of a shot that isn't even FDA approved? It's absolutely insane. And guess what? If you get if you have damage from it, well, you can't sue anyone. 
Exactly. And that, and you know, that should tell people things. And now they've like widened the swath of stuff. And so there's no legal liability for them. Mm -hmm. Um, there's very limited legal liability through the government for me, not for me. And that's, that's if there's money in there. Mm -hmm. And, and now like the doctors are like exempted from that. But guess what? The doctors don't give the shots. The nurses do. Guess who writes the books in medical school? Guess who helps them recertify in giant conventions and hotels? Exactly. Exactly. They, yeah. they they have a better relationship with their pharmaceutical representative than they have with their patients. That's just a That's fact. Very, that is 100% true, and I can tell you that from <clears throat> working in the medical field for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Our facility was a teaching facility, mm-hmm. and um, the Kaiser <clears throat> reps, um, you know, would provide hunting trips to Canada mm-hmm. and all kinds of- God, why couldn't they know, just stay? Shit. <laughs> like that and i'm just like really and then you bring lunch quote for the office and then you forget half of the staff because you know you just ordered a bunch for you and your doctor friend and then like fuck the rest of the staff that don't actually get to leave the premises for lunch now they have no food to eat that yeah it's amazing but, though like my 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 family doctor god bless him i've red pilled him that poor man he doesn't even know what to do. His wife is like, you know, brainwashed. And I, he's like, he's like, I've cleared 15 minutes. Tell me what you got for me. And I hand him a folder full of crazy stuff. Like it's a secret mission. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, that's for real. I read pill my doctor. He's like, I don't know what to do with you. I was like, I don't know what to do with you. I was like, just give me this medicine and just come on now. Let, let's talk about, let's talk about Bill Gates spraying the sky a little bit. He's not a doctor. You're a doctor. What do you think? Like, yeah, that's what we do. And I just, I I use the Socratic method to just like bash him into a a philosophical argument that he couldn't get his way out of. And we've been BFFs ever since. I'm sure his wife hates that. But you know, what's funny is like these pharmaceutical reps, I just hope that they're all conservative women because they're all attractive. And we know that only conservative women are attractive. So they're probably probably secretly conservative. That is. That is very true. That is extremely true. Show me, show me one hot woman at a woman's march. Just one, just one. Well, personally, you, <laughs> you have you have to take off the pussy hat to see the real human being underneath first. There is no real human being underneath. <laughs> that that was a joke, by the way. Anyways, yeah. there, there is no real human being underneath. If these people love themselves, the- they wouldn't have to dye their hair right and like dress right. ugly and like they just hate. All the time, just everything for people that love people so much that are, are so worried about human rights and other people's rights, they sure are quick to say some nasty things about other people. But see, that's the thing. And and here's one disturbing trend that I've been seeing um, when I do actually log on to social media. So uh, shout out to anybody that messages me. It may take me a while to respond because I'm not on there all the time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um but one of the disturbing trends is like the hashtag get the shot or get shot. Huh. I think it's hilarious. I mean, seriously. Dude, it's funny. For, hey, and it's like, hey, first time gun owner here, get the shot or get shot, bitches. And I'm just like, uh, oh, God bless them. Those poor. Those, well, you know what? It must be really like sad and scary to walk around inside their brain. And that, okay, the only worse 
than like a horrible person is having to be that horrible person. You know they what gotta, it they is. They look at themselves in the mirror every day and they lie to themselves. It's just sad. You know what? I pity them. It would be it would be um like a horrific video game mm-hmm. that you're like stuck in on repeat, like Groundhog Day. Nope, too to be in Make the video game. <laughs> yeah, to be in to be in the life of somebody mm-hmm. like that, where every day, like from sun up to sundown, it's nothing but pure and ad- unadulterated hatred. It's not just for that. like, I mean, like- everyone else. You know, the thing and is, the is like angry the, and irritated all the time and whatever. I mean, uh, that would be like the worst, worst, oh my God, place to ever be stuck in for me because I am just not that way. I say hi to literally everybody. Mm-hmm. Even if they're scowling at me, I smile and say hi. Oh, yeah. All the time. I love it when people right, cut me off in traffic it- and give me the middle finger because I blow them kisses. Now, I slow down to 20 miles oh an my hour God. first. Oh, but I blow oh in kisses. That's what I oh do. Oh, my God. That's the way you me handle too. that. You know? Yeah, and it's it's so funny because like, they there's so their many. face and their, their knuckles are all white, but, and you're just like blowing them yeah. kisses. Yeah, and it's so I funny. I hope you get better, darling. Bless your heart. I, I know, right? <laughs> and it's like, you know. So for the haters out there that are like, oh, my God, like, I don't like what you posted, blah, 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 and it's attack they don't like me. Themselves. It's because they it's don't like, love themselves. They need a magazine. They need a glossy magazine to tell them how to feel about themselves. Fat positivity. No. That, that's, you are killing yourself, darling. And, and you're with letting this, the corporations, the people that you hate the most, get away with it. So I don't know what to tell you. You know? What kind of a glossy magazine would that be? Like Glamour magazine? Oh, UK Vogue. Uh, yeah, where they, like, they put <laughs> overweight women and men in dresses on the cover. And then they tell you that that's healthy. No, that yeah. is just the food business. Win it. Yeah. You're right. Macaroni and, and cheese. That's all you need for dinner, darling. You're going you're gonna to exactly. be Exactly. You know, it's so funny because my husband and I had this conversation yesterday because, um, like, growing up, we were talking about, like, what our parents used to feed us. Mm-hmm. And it was like, here's uh, a thing of canned fruit, mm-hmm. you know, and pure sugar, and then uh, you put whipped cream on the top. And that was healthy to them. And it's like shit well, we and heavy all, syrup. We weren't all obese back then, darling. Then again, the food pyramid or, was upside down, though. It's been upside down for right. a while. But, you know, they used to make us go outside, but like the stuff they fed us was awful, like macaroni and cheese all the time or st- shit that was really cheap, but always like canned vegetables. My mom always constantly. cooked. My mom always cooked. And you ate what she put on the plate. And if you didn't eat it, that was fine. But you can sit in that chair until you do. Exactly. And then when you got, she would force us to eat stuff that we didn't like. Guess what happened? We ended up liking. We ended up liking it. You eat it enough, you get used to it. You like it. Collard greens and like stuff like that, like healthy stuff and broccoli. I I I never like hated broccoli. Like everyone's like, I hate broccoli, and I'm like, dude, then you don't know my mom. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. You're gonna eat it. She'll take your drink well, away. She will take your drink away. You're not filling up on your drink. <laughs> you know, no, my mom used to lock up the house. She's like, you come back when it's dark. Until then, I'll put some sandwiches on the on the porch and then. That's what she used to do. Because she cleaned the house. She's like, I just like to sit around and watch it be clean. I know you guys are outside playing anyway. Because that's what she did. You didn't sit in front of the television. You didn't you didn't sit around playing video games. You just you didn't do that. And when the phone no. rang, it was the biggest moment of the day. And we'd all race to the phone to answer just to see who was on the other end. Because that's how like you didn't talk to people, you know, right. except for the kids in your neighborhood. Like that's just that's how it was. And and that's the that's the worst thing about the social media is and and the and it's not just the social media it's the phone it's the texting 
It's the fact Agreed. that like you are socially responsible for someone else. Why didn't you text me back? Well, I was outside being a person. Exactly. I was creating in my garage. What were you doing? Watching TV? No exactly. Of course you want to talk to me. I'm interested. You're terribly boring. You should put your <laughs> phone down. Get a life. It, it'll be good for you. I'm going to pat myself on the back because I'm a fucking awesome person. Right. That's how I am. You're living right. <laughs> and, and, and I'm telling you, I'm, there, is a, there is a correlation. There's a correlation between the amount of TV that people watch and the amount of crazy that comes out their mouth and their brain later on. Because again, like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, it's, it's little things they slip in. You don't even realize it's happening. Truth. But I, you know, I got to tell you one thing. Okay. About the being forced to eat, um, all of your dinner and you can't leave until it's done. Dude, I'm 39 you know years old. My mama, she says, eat this. I still eat it. I, I don't even, she does not play. She's scary. You know what, <laughs> you know what the, you know what the torture was for us? Are you ready? I'm waiting. This is the, like the grossest meal ever. Um, liver and onions and Brussels sprouts. Mm. Well, I like I, I I liked Brussels sprouts. My mom made them. Oh, she made them in bacon. Nope. So they were good. Nope. She like, you know, they, they serve them in restaurants now that it's like the big new, you know, culinary thing. It's like take Brussels sprouts and like grill them. She did that when I was like, my mama could cook. She could cook very, very well. And, you know, it's funny because like kids, a lot of the times it's not that they're, it's not that they're not hungry. It's a control thing. Right. It's the one thing they feel like they can control is their diet. And I, I've got to, right. you know, I hope no one in my family hears about this, but whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there. <clears throat> I have a nephew that he was having all these problems because he was a super picky eater. My, my sister-in-law would go get him food from Bojangles and then right. go home and make herself dinner. She was making two dinners every night. Right. He went to go stay with my parents for two weeks. They broke him of that fast. Because they're like, right. you're not going to control us in our home. And it is. Yeah, it's a control see, thing. They have so little control in their lives because, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's got to be hard to be a kid these days because you're constantly like, it, it's just bombarded with media and news and video games and like, and the social pressures that come with being a child to start with. So like, I think that the, the aversion to food, that's a new thing. That didn't happen when I was right. a kid. Nobody, you didn't just like say like, I don't, I'm a picky no one was a picky eater. There were no picky eaters. That's a you new could, thing. You're gonna you're gonna eat that shit, yeah. or you're just gonna go hungry. Yeah. You don't have to eat it, but you you know you're not getting anything else. Kitchen's closed. But see, I'm a lot older, and so like they didn't have like a lot of the cooking technology. Like we didn't have a microwave like at all mm-hmm. until I was in high school. That's how old I am, and so it's like the the liver and onions and the Brussels sprouts, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Brussels sprouts boiled on the stove Ugh. and liver and onion just fried in a pan with no coating or anything like that. A stern letter. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm telling you what, like the longer that you sit there, the worse that get, shit gets because it is so like. Like those Brussels sprouts were just like bitter and unseasoned and the colder they get, the grosser they are. And then liver when it sits and it's cooked like they used to cook it. It's like chewing on a fucking tennis shoe, only a really cold tennis shoe. And it like I would literally I was gagging at the table and it's like, you better not throw that shit up. You better swallow that. Yep. And then they would take away your milk and they'd be like. 
okay, now you're going to have to eat that and you don't yeah, have anything to, to drink to wash up. it down. And, then, and, and if you're really bad, they'll go make you pick your own torture device. They'll make you go pick a switch. My grandma used to keep one on the refrigerator at all times. And she's like, that, that's just there to remind you to behave. She's like, you got to go pick yep. a green one. If it doesn't switch, mm-hmm. I spank you with this one until it breaks on your bottom. You go get another. She did not play either. I see where my mama gets it from. You know, I, I, can, I can see where it happens. But I mean, you know, my mom, my mom was raised, you know, she spent a lot of time at her, her grandmother's house and her grandmother saved every button because she right. grew up during the depression. So my they, grandma did too. They, yep. they just, there was just, you know, you ate what was put in front of you. And if you didn't, well, that's fine, but someone else will finish it for you because there wasn't extras, you know, there wasn't leftovers. And, right. you know, they, your parents probably were like my mom. They were taught by their grandparents to cook. <laughs> so yeah, that well, explains a lot. At my house, we always ate whatever my dad wanted to eat. It was never about us. It was always about what he yeah. wanted. He worked. He worked hard. When he came home, he got what he wanted to eat. Right. And we all had to eat that too. And that's just how it was. And, and we were grateful for it because you go to bed a couple nights a week because you don't want to eat your dinner. You, you, you wake up very excited about breakfast and you, you'll just eat it. You'll get used to I've it. had some I've had some gross shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because that was, was the cold, generation. For me it was cold where, grits. Cold grits are the absolute because they make you sit there till you finish. Sorry, my grandmother especially would make you sit there. She would take a drink away. She's like, You're not filling up on that. And she would make you sit there and you would sit there and the grits would get cold. Oh my lord. That is the absolute that's an abomination. Cold grits yeah, no. are the absolute could, worst. I could eat that. I mean, we, my parents grew up in an era where like you literally not just like cleaned your plate, you had to eat everything on your plate, mm-hmm. but um, we ate some gross, gross shit like brains and eggs, mm-hmm. um, anything that you could get from like any local. I told you breakfast you know, is a scam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like brains and eggs yum 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 or head cheese or um brown schweiger oh bologna i grew up like in, i grew up in the south fried bologna sandwiches been there done that Ooh, no thank fried you fried bologna and poached eggs yeah i can't eat bologna I can't eat either biscuits, but i can't eat pancakes and i can't eat rice and i can't eat bologna i yeah, can't do it there's we just ate so much of it when i was a kid i i, just, I absolutely despise uh all those things i just i i it's like Nirvana. Sam, Nirvana's got a great album. Had, you listen to it enough times, you're like, I think I'm done with this now. Next. I think I'm done with rice forever. We always had salmon patties too. Mm. And I hate salmon. Mm. And then, but it was like the canned salmon mm. and then you mush it together with breading and, and whatever. And I'm like, Bleh. So you have yeah, to believe in God go. because one day your mama's going to have to sit in front of God and be like, yeah, I fed him salmon out of a can. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, it, it was just crazy because, like, you would sit around. Like, first of all, we all ate dinner as a family. Number right. one, us too. It's nuts because, like, there's so many kids. Like, you know, when the when the pandemic scamdemic, whatever you want to call it, the, the you know the faux the faux Chinese, whatever you want to call it, when that happened for the first time, people actually got to see their children for more than an hour a day. Right. You know. A lot of parents freaked out though because, like, they're not used to spending that much. A lot time. of people got divorced. That, I was going to say with their they didn't husbands know or their kids. They didn't know yeah. their husband. 
Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of the um, lockdowns and stuff, like we would hear people on radio shows or podcasts or whatever talking about like, I could hear my husband breathing and it irritated (laughs) me so bad. I wanted to kill him. And I'm like, I just don't fucking get that because my husband and I are like in sync. Well, you don't spend all your time in front of the television, right? Oh, shit. No. And and it's like, we like spending time together. And I'm like, really? Like, your husband's breathing makes you want to kill him? You are an unstable person. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I would not want to be married to you either. And he should That's be thankful. That she wants to kill her husband or the fact that she's been married to him for years and didn't pay yes. enough attention to know any yes. better. And then you wonder why they cheat. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say. It's true, you wonder why they, You wonder why they cheat on you. Well, that's why. You don't pay attention to something. Guess what happens? It finds some else to grow. That's just how it is. Quit making, quit making giant deals out of something yeah. so fucking small, like the toilet seat. Okay. He left it up. You have fingers. Put it back down. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. The toilet paper roll is on backwards from what I can you hear were. him chewing his food. You know what, sweetie? Uh, like, yeah. It sucks that it took the pandemic for you to realize that, but you know what? I think there are a lot of people that, A, you are completely incompatible mm-hmm. if that is how you feel about your partner. I'm glad, though. I'm glad that this happened, though, because the funny thing is pressure makes diamonds, right? Even though they're not worth anything, really. But pressure makes diamonds. Right. You know? Right. Something good comes out of something brown and black and dirty and terrible, right? Like, that, that pollutes everything. Like, something good can come out of it. I think there's a lot of people that learned what family was really about. There's a lot of people that understood what their children were learning in school for the first time. They paid attention. They had right. to. Absolutely. There's a lot of people that were in broken marriages that could be some, with someone who makes them happy, but they exactly. were like forcing it to work because they were just too lazy to leave. They were too right. scared to lose something right. to leave. I had a friend of mine that said he's getting divorced. I was like, oh, so you lost 150 pounds, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like what? I was like, you just lost that bitch. She's awful. Everyone hates her. I was like, no, yeah, we're glad to have you back. And it's one of those things where even stuff like that, if you are miserable mm-hmm. in your life, regardless of if it's a job, if it's, you know, whatever the case may be, change. make a change mm-hmm. and change that. And you may not have like a bazillion dollars or whatever. That Money shit isn't real. Does we not, know that. It's fake. It's not <laughs> that even real. Stuff that stuff does not matter, but your peace of mind and your happiness does. Sorry, I have the hiccups. Um, and so anything you, that you can do to make a change, do it. Like if you hate your job so much that when you pull into the parking lot, you feel physically ill, like you want to barf because you don't want to get out of the car and go inside. That's how you know you need to look for another job. I'm going to say something old fashioned, but I believe this, you know. My mom, she was a stay-at-home mom. And when I was growing up in like the 90s, you know, there's a lot of people that their wives worked. I'm sure the government loved it because they got to double tax everybody. You think like the right. 80s success okay, came from like... That was a plan, yeah. That was, stuff. No, that, was, that was double the taxes because they got women to work. So just right. saying like... Women Equality work, movement. Yeah, I burned my bra and I'm going to go work for a man who doesn't love me. That's what my mom Hey, said. wait. I asked my wait, mom. Wait, side... Wait, wait, side note, I would completely burn all of my bras because they are um, demonic torture devices. Yes, they are. Anyway, go ahead. You're lucky I'm not wearing a bathing suit right now. 
<laughs> the fact that I got dressed in anything but bathing suits and pajamas right now is a miracle in itself. I've literally worn nothing, but I think I've gotten dressed, literally like fully dressed, like shoes and everything, probably three times in the last like four months, three months. I can't, I can't, I can't see up. her. I can't see her people, so I cannot attest to that. But yeah, I did my microaggressions interview with Charlie Robinson in my bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a, it's a good thing you can't see me right now because yeah, it is so hot here. I'm like, I yeah. am not doing the whole fancy the hair thing and all that. Child. I don't have a bra on. Like it is balls to the wall, like comfort zone here at the moment. So yeah. Here in Charleston, you like, wonder why you took a shower at all. Cause you walk outside and you're like, Ugh. I know it's pointless. Why I, yeah. I could have just stepped outside. It's like walking into a sauna, but <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying, but I had a good point. Oh, my mom asked my mom. Cause you know, like all my friends, moms and all worked and my mom didn't. I asked my mom one day because I was like, because it, it was at that point where culturally, like the stay at home mom thing was starting to become like a negative thing. And I was like, mom, right. I was like, why don't you have a job like all the other moms? And she goes, because I work for a man. Yes, I work for the man. And that man is my husband. And my husband loves me. I'm not going to go work for a man who doesn't love me, who doesn't have my best interests in mind. She's like, why would I do that when I can work for a man that does love me? I don't ever have to question if. I'm not good. If I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, I'm fast enough. If I'm, I'm never going to get yelled at for not being on time. She's like, I live in a world where the man that's in charge of my life loves me. She goes, that is something you can't pay enough money for. And she was right. Right. She was absolutely right. You know, and I think about that and I think about how many women, you know, feel like their job. I've got, I've got a girlfriend of mine. She's got four, count them, four dogs in a little townhouse. And my mom is like, she's crazy. I'm like, she's not crazy. And then I got to know her a little bit more. And I was like, I think she's crazy, mom. She goes, because she didn't have children. Some people should have had children. And now it's too late for her. Now she's just got dogs. So she treats dogs mm -hmm. like people because she's never had children. Right. And she needed children. Not all women need that, but some women need that. They just need that. They need that family. Right. They need something to nurture. Nurturing. Yeah. And that's where you see right. like the crazy PETA stuff. How many of those women are just women that have never actually been loved by a man or don't trust a man to love them because they've been taught by society that men are evil and you can do it. You can do it all, but you can't do it toxic. all. Toxic. They're toxic. Yeah. Oh my God. Men are we so should toxic. About it. Hey, I'm just going to say this um, as a disclaimer. I just, I fucking love men. I love mm -hmm. men. You're fucking awesome. And if you're a man, I just want to hug you. Maybe not in a um a sexually molesting way, but I want to hug you and tell you how awesome you are. Mm -hmm. So there you go. All my friends are or dudes. You, or wait, wait. If you me too. If you do want to be sexually molested by a hug, I'm there for that too. Just saying. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm already in my bathing suit. It's over. It's on. <laughs> I'm usually in my bathing suit. No, I mean, it's, just, it's one of those things where like, like being attractive is looked down upon by our society now. Like, oh, well, right. you know, how, like at what, like, dude, it's not like women that are. You have to be a size zero and you have to like. Anorexia is just as bad as the fat positivity one, movement. It's both equally you, evil. Like it's bad for you both wait. ways. Wait, you can only have one carrot a week, and oh my god! I like don't, I don't get you have to, you have to spend an hour and forty five minutes on your makeup every day, or you are not a female, dude. Bull the fuck shit. I love I love Vanessa. I talk to Vanessa, you know, feeling cute. I, I talk to her yeah. all the time because we actually yep. talk about real stuff. I grew up with three brothers. They beat right. 
they beat all the drama and girliness out of me. My dad would like be like, oh, you're not ready? And he would just leave me. Yep. He would just leave. And I would be yeah. like, what? With a makeup brush in my hand. I learned how to get over that real fast. You know? I know. And it's like, I have so, you know, I mean, kudos to the women who choose to do that every day. Like, I don't. Ugh. You know how much money they spend getting is, their hair done? Do you know how much uh, money yeah. costs? Yeah, I don't do that because um, I have naturally curly hair. Mm -hmm. And if, like, I used to straighten my hair all the time. It it literally took me five hours to do. I don't do it anymore because, Why don't you just beat yourself? I mean, like, geez. It's It's too much. But, like, my hair, like, if I did straighten it, would be down to my butt. Mm -hmm. That is how kinky, curly, like, I am Fifi the Idiot Circus Poodle. (laughs) Uh, curly. My favorite kind. You know what I'm saying? And so it's one of those things where if you if you want to dedicate that kind of time to quote looking like the part that you're supposed to play in society, great for you. Like I said, it's Satan's ball sack hot outside. Mm-hmm. What's the fucking point of spending you know seven hundred dollars on They're makeup? They're not doing you it walk, for men. You walk the out the door. And it, and it completely slides off, and then like your clothes are orange yeah. because all yeah. your makeup ran off your face. That air like, conditioning unit I'm in the background just, is my garage right now. That's yeah, I don't. It's hot. I, I got an air conditioning unit in my garage. That's how crazy it is. Like it's just. Brutal. I'm just. I'm just too. I mean, I love taking care of my husband and my family, my mm-hmm. kids, uh, my animals, whatever. And there's so many things I would rather focus on than spending that much time to feel like I have to be prim and proper. Janet, they're to get, not doing to make it somebody for else. Men. They're doing it for other women. They're not doing that for men because yeah. men yeah, don't care. Because, they're like, you want red he, panties? It's on. Like, they, you don't have to do all that. They don't notice anyways. They don't notice. They don't care. But, and you know what's funny about that? And I've said this so many times. And ladies that are friends with me, I love you. You know that. Anybody that listens to me know that I absolutely would not hurt a fly ever. However, women are the most catty, mm-hmm. drama-filled, bitchy, cunt hole douche canoe fucking rowers so on the planet to each other so and they mean will to each other. they will literally cut you off at the fucking kneecaps are you kidding me i can't tell you how many guy friends i've lost because their girlfriend or their wife didn't like them being friends with me i'm like dude i don't right. want your man i don't want your man Exactly. I'm, I'm, dude, I don't watch your man. Like, come on, dude. I was in a band with this guy. It was going so well. We were writing on the songs. It was going great. Guess what? She met me once. Five minutes. We weren't allowed to talk. We weren't, he wouldn't even answer my phone calls. Yeah. He ghosted me because she made his yeah. life such a living hell. I go to birthday I've parties had, with I've my had son. Friends like that. I have an eight-year-old, and I go to his birthday parties at the school. God, I hope nobody – well, if they do hear this, you know what? You own, own, your st- own your shit. That's how you fix it. But I go to birthday parties, and like – because I'm a single mom. I mean, I have a boyfriend. It's been on and off for like six years and we're back on. So we're going to see what happens with that. He, he gave me, a, I'm not going to live with you a house to go with my, I'm not going to marry your ring. So that's, that's working out great. But uh, I don't know what we're doing. But I go to birthday parties and the women won't talk to me because of the way that I look, right. which I don't even try. You know, I can't help the way I look. I was born this way. Deal with it. Sorry. 
You, you know what it is? And it's and your comfort. And can't talk to me because they get bitched at all the way. It's not worth it. They won't even talk to me. So I sit there by myself, like staring at the wall, being like, okay, I guess I'll play a card game on my phone. It's so awkward and weird. And I'm like, I don't want your balding, overweight husband with a Clemson sticker on his big ass truck. I'm good. I don't need your man. I got a man. What's your man got to do right. with me? Like, I say that. Like, I'm like, what's going on? But it's just that cattiness, that jeal- je- jealousness. Like, I don't have it to is. do anything. That, that doesn't say anything about me. It says a lot about who you are. Them, and, and that is so true because um, if you are a female like us. Well, God um, forbid you be smart, just, pretty, and interesting. God forbid. If you're and, funny, and, it's over. Wait, wait, wait. And here's another quality about us. Exudes confidence. Mm-hmm. Well, because we're not faking it. it. It makes other women very uncomfortable yeah. that you're confident in yourself and the fake. way that you are and they don't. And so it's like a complete like lash out. Like I've told this story before, but um, like in the town that we used to live in, they opened this bar. We went there um, like on our wedding night to celebrate whatever because, you know, we d- we have never had a honeymoon because it's dumb to spend like a fuck Amen, ton of money. And go Hell yeah. Good to. for you. Smart. And so like we went to this bar. It was the grand opening or whatnot. And so I'm wearing a bustier and I do not have small boobs by any means. I do not. I wish I had the same so problem. Anyway, <laughs> this this woman that we actually aptly named afterwards resting bitch face came up to me and she goes that that you're wearing so not okay so not acceptable and you need to go home and change and i said oh sweetie she sounds like did a asshole that's what I said, did I, do don't they i said i said sweetie did i offend you i said Come with me for just a minute. And I took her to the front door and I'm like, here's the front door. If you are offended by what I'm wearing, I will gladly see you to your car to make sure you get there safely. Yeah, we don't want anything to happen. You're and there. You're I was so just like, I was just like, I was like, okay, so it's hot outside. It's my wedding night. I wasn't dressed like a skank or anything. It just was hot. I'm wearing a bustier. It was a cute one. It had flames on it. It was fucking awesome because, hello, I'm a rocker chick. Do whatever you want. And it's forget her. Yeah. And, and like she was so irritated because she was dressed like a school marm. And so she no felt the need to tell No one paid any attention me. to Karen. So Karen had to get attention drawn to her. Exactly. Yeah. That's, the, it, that's a mask hole. That, the people that like force you to wear, they're like, you got to pull that up over your nose. It's not because exactly. they're just, they're, they're just, again, back to the same topic. They're just, Sad, miserable people. You got to remember right. how many, like, how many women do you see are just so flipping fake? They spend two hundred dollars right. every six weeks to get their hair did. They get fake right. nails. They got fake their eyelashes. nails done, fake eyelashes. They put on yes. makeup, like yeah. even on their neck, you know. And they spend all that time learning how to contour, make their lips look bigger, and their ass look smaller. And they work out every five seconds. And everything in their life is about how they look. But the funny thing is, Janet, and you and I both know this. If you're ugly on the inside, it starts to show on the outside. You can on the cover outside, it up. Yep. You can cover it up with as much face paint as you want and as much as much money as you want to spend on a hairdresser and you can buy super expensive clothes. But if you're a bitch, you're still a bitch. And that doesn't have a cross in the middle. And you got to deal with that. 
is not, that's not the problem. You're not dealing. It's the same thing as a drug addict. You can't put cocaine in the hole in your heart and expect it to get better. And that's what these are. There's women walking around told by society that they are broken just the way they are. And I make a point to tell everybody as often as possible, I like you just the way you are. Exactly. People apologize to me for something. I go, you know what? That was meant to happen. I like you just the way you are. Don't change a thing. Yeah. Don't change a thing. And yeah. And I'm a firm believer in that because um, we weren't created to be identical and we were all created completely unique. And we're told by advertising agencies what is popular, what is cute. Exactly. Literally, they, there's a movie called Josie. Don't laugh at me, but it's great. You need, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to see it. Uh, I would love to do a, a, a live YouTube with you where we watch it together and talk about it. The Josie and the Pussycats movie. Fan flipping. You got, if y'all haven't seen that yet, do me a favor. See that. Find me on YouTube or on Instagram or on Twitter and tell me what you thought because it's the best conspiracy theory movie that's ever been made. But there's this point in it where they're like, we'll have these kids. It's the evil, you know, you know, uh, corporations. And they're talking to, right. of course, the Chinese people that are in the audience that they're trying to sell, you know, this, this company to. And they're like, we'll have these kids chasing a new trend every week or just a new pink. Pink is the new orange. This is the new thing. That's the new thing. Try this band. Try that. Have this. I got to get a Zima, man. How about I want a Big Mac? You know? And like that, that is exactly, we're told by advertising companies what we should look like, what we should wear, what we should eat, right. who we should date, who we shouldn't date. How many right. articles are like, what a problem your man is? Maybe if women walked around going, I like my man just the way he is. I don't need to change him. Maybe, right. maybe just maybe I should change me because you can't fix anybody else. You can only fix yourself. Right. And you can, you should never change somebody else. You should never. And that's, that is why so many relationships fail mm-hmm. is that your need to be a control fanatic and freak mm-hmm. and you need to mold somebody into who you want them to be. They're not, that is change, not, you know, yeah, that's, that's not the I, way I want to hug these women and be like, listen, sweetie, people don't change. You need to get some help. You know, I'm not a big fan of therapy. I mean, after all the word therapist, right. if you put a space in the middle, it's the rapist. Just saying, I'm not a big fan of therapy, but there are people out there that are walking around. They're just these holes. They're broken people. Right. And they look to other people. And they've been like this since they were kids. Maybe because they didn't get what they needed. Maybe because their mom and their dad both right. worked and they saw their parents right. one hour a day. Maybe. Right. You know? Yep. Exactly. TV babysitter. Yeah. yeah. Latchkey kids at eight years old, nine years old, which is absolutely insane. No wonder pedophiles get away with all the garbage they get away with. Because, like, dude, you're handing it to them on, on a platter. Maybe that, was exactly. a, maybe that was part of the plan. I don't know. But the point being is, is that these people are walking around and they pretend like they, they act like they're adults. They say they're an adult. They have, you know, the same rights as other adults. They can get tried as an adult. because. But when you're over 18, guess what, darlings? Your problems are now your problems. It doesn't matter what happened right. in your childhood. And if someone says that they had a happy childhood, that's a liar, probably a stripper, and she might not be in nursing school, okay? Probably not nurses. <laughs> she, that's a liar because no one has a happy childhood. Wait, are you saying I'm a stripper? Only on the weekend. <laughs> and today is Monday. We buttoned up today, didn't we? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't have a bra hey, on. At least so you're not a baby At least you didn't I'm do part, the number one I'm podcast you ever did in a freaking bathing suit like I did. I was like, I just came from the water park, Charlie. We've got to do what we got to do. Like, deal with it. Uh, what's crazy exactly. is that everyone else is like, can you do mine in a bathing suit? I'm like, I'm not doing that. Calm down. I'm not doing your podcast in a bathing suit, jackass. 
But I mean, at the end of the day, like that, that's the thing is like everyone thinks you're told by books and movies, which aren't real, that you're supposed to have like this idyllic, happy childhood. But those people right. that are making those movies are the worst people to children. Right. And, and you can't trust what the, because it's all a lie. That, that's the reason that we fall for it, the entertainment industry and the movies, because it's an idyllic, an idyllic, like rom-com movies. That shit never happens. Right? Your man's not going to surprise you at the airport with a bunch of flowers. Dude, you're lucky if he puts his shoes on. <laughs> you're lucky if he, if he stops the car while you try to jump in as he picks you up. Like, that's just, that's real life, honey. You know? You can't, people walk around expecting like magazines to tell them the truth. And it's so Run bad. faster. Run faster, yeah. bitch. Good thing that suitcase has wheels, huh? I don't, don't want to get a ticket. <laughs> I mean, that's how it really is. Like, life isn't full of these amazing moments that are cinematic. Life is full of right. hardness and, and people that are not nice. And challenges. And challenges. Yeah. But that's what makes us human. That's what makes us amazing is that we're able to, we're able to overcome challenges. But only if but we test ourselves. And you're not going to test gonna, yourself when you're waiting for a fantasy to come falling out of the sky. Because it's not going to happen. There's so many people, though, that don't have the willpower to sustain. Because they don't any love kind themselves. Of, they any don't kind of love. challenge. Like when something gets hard, they just quit. collapse they and quit. they crumble. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm like, dude, like if you really love somebody relationship-wise mm -hmm. and and you just cannot imagine your life without them, you need to fucking fight for that. It's not going to be easy. There is going to be some shit you will go through. Your parents are going to get sick and old and move in with you. You might lose yeah, a child, right? Yep. Someone's yep, going to get yep. fired and someone's going to have to support the other person for a little while. That's going to happen. You could lose your house. Yep. You could lose yep. everything. You don't know. Yep. You could have a tragic car accident. What are you going to do then? Well, guess what? You don't, like, what are you going to do? You, you got to pick yourself up. You got to keep moving. The saddest, right. the worst thing of all, Janet, is that it, when people have massive tragedy happen in their lives, that's usually when they get their crap together. And it's so sad because it shouldn't take a disaster for you to come into your own, you know? Right. And I, I can just say um, from my personal life, I had literally fucking disaster after disaster after disaster. I and I was so like just retarded Yes, I said retarded. I'll say it again. Retarded. At, at the, yeah, retarded. Shout it from the rooftops. Um, I'll say I'm the so N-word too. Neighbors. They're awful. <laughs> yeah, truth. Amen to that. And very nosy. Nosy neighbors. Um, Two N-words. But at the time, it was like I had all this shit that just like kept like mm -hmm. trauma after trauma. And I'm like, just, I just kept, ta I kept taking it. And I'm like. Finally, I'm like, what the shit in hell? It's called like my, growing pains my, for a reason. Yeah, I'm like, my life has got to be better than this. And I'm finally like, you know what? I'm going to change some shit. And so I fucking quit my job mm -hmm. that I had been at for like 15 years. I moved to a different state, mm -hmm. you know, completely started doing something I had never done before. And I'm like, I. I am doing everything I need to do and I did it and 
yeah, it was expensive and yeah, it was difficult going somewhere where I didn't know anybody and didn't know my way around. But I was like, you know what, if I stay in the position that I'm at in the town that I'm at, I'm literally going to weather away and die. No one achieves greatness by sitting on the ass. Yeah, no, not at all. Another one I like to always say is you're not going to win a marathon dragging around a suitcase either, though. You got to let your past be your past. Put it behind you. My dad says it's like riding on a motorcycle because we grew up racing dirt bikes, right? And he would say everything you ever need is right in front of you. There's the gas. There's the brakes. Everything you need is right in front of you. But if you look behind you, you're going to wreck. You're going to lose. Right. If you look next Truth. to you, you're going to wreck. You're going to lose. You can't look at the other people around you. You have to look in front of you. You have to focus right. what's in front of you. And you've got to keep your eye on that prize and understand that you can only control what's right in front of you. You can't plan what's going to happen, you know, two, two turns around the track. You don't know what's going to come. You don't know if they're going to hit up a pothole or, or eat sand, which I've done, and it sucks. Like, you don't know what's coming, right? But the one thing you can control is what's in front of you right now. And you got everything you need. You got your gas, you got your brake, you got your handlebars. You can control things, but you can't control it far in the distance and you can't control what's going on behind you. You can't do a damn thing about the stuff that's already happened. And so many people, and I think I said this in the last podcast, and I'm going to say it again because it didn't work out that time, but here we are again. (laughs) Uh, There are three (laughs) kinds of people in the world. There are people that are obsessed with their past, with stuff that they cannot control. I don't have a time machine. Do you have a time machine? Nope. And even if you did, would you really want to change things and possibly not end up with the people in your life or your family or your child or your house or the things that you love? You know, even if it's just a stupid bracelet, you don't want to change your past because there are consequences for trying to change your past. The thing is, is those people, I call that depression because they are so sad about something that happened so long ago. Then you see someone like Yemen Park that grew up in North Korea, right? And went through hell to escape. And I mean, literally this poor girl, like, I don't know if you checked out her stuff. I'll send you a link to it. Oh my goodness gracious. She was just on Joe Rogan. Wow. Like her life, her book is called In Order to Live. She just re-put it back on Amazon. If anybody hasn't bought it, buy it, support this woman. What she's doing is great work to help free the people of North Korea. She's doing great things. But she went through some real shit, you know? And like, I see someone like that and I'm like, dude, don't you bitch about your past. How dare you? And she's on Joe Rogan's show going... Yeah, uh, someone told me to get therapy. She's like, this therapist offered to give me, you know, usually it's like $200 an hour, but he offered to do it for me for $20, like to help me. Mm -hmm. And and Joe Rogan goes like, what did you do the therapy? She's like, hell no, I didn't need it. She's like, like, therapy, what's that? You guys are crazy. You're so lucky here. You've got no idea. She goes, why would you overeat? That's insane. I never thought that would even be a problem. Like that's a woman who understands you can't control your past. Right. And that's depression. Because you're sad about something that doesn't even, it's not even real anymore. It's way behind right. you. You don't want a marathon dragging around a suitcase. And then there's the second kind of person. And I call them the people of the future. The people that obsess about what their stock portfolio is doing. Uh, you know, we got to make sure we have some put savings in the bank. We got to make sure we have enough food. We got to make sure that we're prepared. We got to make sure we have toilet paper. I don't want to fist fight someone at Walmart next time. And they're obsessed with the future. And I call that no, I- anxiety. Now, wait, I do poop a lot. I probably need to get more toilet paper. In North Korea, that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we got, we got like, if there's ever, like, they take that away, dude, there's plenty of things I can wipe my foot with out in the field. So they used to use Sears catalogs. They would rip off the page they didn't need. They're like, oh, dresses, yep. this, this, and wipe their butt with that. Because 
it just, like toilet paper is a relatively new invention. But yep. the people that obsess over the future, that is anxiety. And it's not good for you. It's not healthy. Yeah. You can't live your life one foot in the next day. You'll never be able to enjoy what's right in front of you. And the third right. group of people, I call that the present. And it's a gift. It's hard it to is. understand that there's a finite amount of time in each day. you got to use that it to is. your best ability. Sometimes it's being on podcasts. People think they can't make a difference, but they can't. Everyone has the ability to make great changes in the world. They just got to do it a little bit at a time. You can't conquer everything all at once. It's exhausting. That's anxiety. You can't do that. You got to live carpe diem. And and that doesn't make you, you know, frivolous. And that doesn't make you irresponsible. And it doesn't make you non-sensitive or a horrible person because you've got no sympathy for other people considering what you've been through in your past. What that is, is that's you understanding there's, there's only one. There's only one today. You get it once. It isn't, it's never going to happen again. This moment at this right. time is never going to happen again. And look, it's just, it's already over. Right? You, you use know, what you got. You know, and you love you know, and it. One you of enjoy the, it. You embrace it. One of the things that, um, like, I enjoy, like, our kids are older. They're both in college. And, you know, like, my daughter gets so wound up. Well, maybe she's talking about, about about the smallest things. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know how you don't take this shit seriously. And I'm like, dude, it's funny to me because when you learn to cope with, uh, I'm going to say life skills, mm-hmm. in a completely different manner and just laugh at like, like, terrible shit that happens to you or, you know, like, you know, like a lot of people, it's like, Oh my God, I'm having such a bad day. My toilet's clogged and I don't know how to use a plunger. And like, just to me, it's shit that's dumb. Yeah. And I just laugh that stuff off. I'm like, in, really? in a way that's fantastic. Your child hasn't been touched by tragedy. That's great. You don't want your child to hurt. No one wants their child to hurt. But at the right. end of the day, like, how are they going to learn? Like I go to the water park next to my house, like two minutes away from my house. I got like a season pass. I should probably, I'm probably going to go there when I get done with this. But I live at the water park next to my house because I, I bet I pay like $64 and I can go all summer and it's amazing and there's a lazy river and I get lazy. Sometimes I bring alcohol and it's great. I have a great time. But there's all these people. There's all these I'm bringing, women. I'm bringing my Yeti cooler anytime behind you me. You are welcome to come visit anytime you want. You and any WTF Amy, you guys are so welcome. And I tried to get her to come bring her camper here. She wouldn't do it. I love you, Amy. But she's in Iowa. I'm like, dude, you should have come here. You would have loved it. But, you know, she, you know, teaches out. I'm sad. I missed out on that. Maybe, you know, she'll go on another vacation. You know, when she quits her job and leaves her house again, maybe she'll come here next time. But <laughs> at the end of the day, like, like this, I go to this water park and there's, there's, there's like all these little kids running around. And the mom's like, don't run. Don't run. Try, I told you not to run. Brian, Brian, don't run. Don't run. And I, I, I look at these women and every once in a while I'll go and I'll just put my hand on their shoulder and be like, hey, darling, listen, if you just let them bust their ass, guess what will happen? They won't, won't do anymore. it again. And we don't have to hear you yell, ruining my one day off from my child. Because I'm here having fun and you're ruining it. Usually he's here and I'm doing the same thing, but not really. You let your, you let your child bust their ass once. And guess what happens? Right. They don't That's run when anymore. they learn a lesson. Yeah, they're going to yep. cry for a little while. And you're going to have to put a Band-Aid on it. And they're going to scream and howl. And, they're gonna, and it's going to break your little heart. It's going to break your heart. But when you have a baby, you don't get up every time they cry. You let them cry it out. They got to learn. Right. Calm and soothe themselves. Lady, any moms out That's, there, I'm going to give you guys a, a, a super awesome mom trick. 
if your child hurts themselves, I always keep like those popsicles, you know, the ones in the plastic that come in all the colors. I always keep those in my refrigerator. I mean, sorry, my freezer. And when my child gets hurt, I pull one out and I say, you can have this when you stop crying. In the meantime, we'll put it on your boo-boo. Mom trip. Yep. Because guess what happens? They quit crying real fast because they want to eat that popsicle. And at the same time, you got ice to put on their boo-boo. So everybody wins. And, and that's just how you have to handle things. You can't go around yelling at your child. It stresses other people out, number one. And right. it's not helping them. All they're doing is become desensitized to the word don't and no. That's all that's happening. Yeah. And when they get older and in life, they're not going to hear don't and no. And they're going to get a DUI. You're, you're, you're setting them up to fail when you don't let them fall soon. It's better for them to get hurt now than it is for them to bust their head open and end up with brain surgery falling into the deep end of the pool and drowning because you had to yell and they quit listening. Right. Just let them bust their ass. And, yeah. And that's, you know, you're hundred percent right because when they become desensitized to no and don't. Then you end up in the woman's um, march. Then you got a child wearing a pussy hat and it's over. Uh, <laughs> and I see you know, I've been on the elevator in the cabinet building, but that's not an insurrection. Boys, I love you. Uh, please do not ever wear a lace uh, onesie outfit and don't wear a pussy hat. Um, yeah, I like men to be men. Um, Poor things. Anyway. Well, they, so, they, don't, they don't have men in their lives. They don't have fathers. I mean, that's what happens. They don't understand. They they don't have anything to model man, manliness off of. Like, my, I'm a single mom, like, legit. Like, my kid's dad is not in the picture. I was really smart to never put him on the birth certificate. Right. Mine really, wasn't either. So I was so – I fought my – I fought my family over that. So like, well, how is he going to know to be responsible if he's not paying child support? I was like, he's a bad guy, dad. I was like, I'm just going to end up putting, he's going to end up in jail. It's going to be out of my control because right. I'm not the one that decides that the court does. And DSS goes after right. him, not me. I have no say in it. I'm not going to put my kid's dad in jail. So when he turns 16, he goes, you put my dad in jail? <clears throat> right. Not going to do that. When he's having like, when my kid's getting older and rebellious, that's not what I need. Instead, I did a really selfless thing and I share time with my parents because he spends right. half his time at their house and half his time at my house, which breaks my heart. I'd rather have him here all the time, but I travel a lot for work doing stand-up comedy, that kind of, well, at least I was, you know, for the, you know, the recent unpleasantness. And I've learned that my child needs a male figure. So my dad fills that role. Besides who knows how long, how much time they're going to have, he's going to have with his grandparents. Crazy That's as they true. are. Like he, a child needs that. And now my son's got yeah. three parents. And that's because I had to be selfless. And I, under, I had to understand, sometimes you got to bust your ass to grow. And sometimes right. you got to be selfless. Yeah. Because when you really do love someone else, you're willing to do whatever it takes to help them succeed. Because it's not about you. It's about them. And we have a generation of True. children growing up that have parents that have been selfish by both having jobs, never being at home, and saying, well, it's about the money. And then they go spend $200 on a haircut. And, and buy right. a brand new car and pay a car payment and live in a house that's too big for them and, and buy clothes that right. they don't fast fashion that wears out in like a month. And, and then they right. wonder why they're broke all the time because they got credit cards and student loans, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, like those children are now they're raising themselves. And now right. their peer group is taking the place of where when my family used to sit around and eat dinner as a family, it wasn't just about sitting around as a family and like spending, it's about spending time together. My peer time group together, yep. was my family. My family loved me unconditionally. These children are growing right. up where their peer group is the kids that they go to school with that do not love them at all, much less unconditionally. So that's why you have 11 year olds off in themselves because they get mean tweets. Like that's what happens because that is their family now. 
You've made these right. kids that like, they go to school with, that is now their family because you didn't step up and make the right decisions and, and pull out the punches and go, look, it's not about me. It's about them. And it's, it's shocking that and one of my, my friend, my, my boyfriend's mom is 95, right? She's, she's an older lady. And she goes, I've had three groups of my friends that I play bridge with die. All of them. She goes, right. and you guys are going to, they're going to lock down the country to save me. I've lived my life. I can't wait to die. Right. She goes, this is not happy. This is not like, she's like, I just sit around like all my friends are dead. She's like, it sucks. I have to make new friends and I don't know how long they're going to last here in the home. Like, who knows? She goes, they're going to, they're going to lock down the children and make them wear masks for me. She goes, that's backwards. You're not supposed to save the elderly. You're supposed to save the children. There's a whole organization called Save the Children. They're nefarious. They got some problems. But the point is, save the children. Like, it's, it's shocking and insane to me that we let our kids grow up where their peer group is now their family, right? They, their, their self-worth doesn't come from people that love them. It comes from people that don't give a damn about them and want to squish them, especially right. if they're girls. They're mean as hell. And, and it's, we wonder where the problems in this country lie. That's number one. The best thing about this pandemic, scandemic, whatever it is, the Chinese, you know, wh- whoopsies, the whoopsies, I'm sure it's a bat with a snake. You know, they made best friends and now we got, you know, this virus, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Fauci's yeah. like, let me make sure I get in front of this one. But we got, the best thing that came out of this pandemic, scamdemic, whatever is, people got to spend, they got to know their own children for the first time. They hadn't seen right. their kids in years. And then they got to learn what they were learning in schools. Yeah, and I think that's so important that people are getting the opportunity to reconnect. So, uh, Miss Missy, thank you for joining me today. Where can they find you at? I'm, I'm a I'm a crazy person. You can find me everywhere. <laughs> I'm on I'm on Twitter. I'm on IG. Don't judge me. I'm on YouTube. My YouTube's kind of a mess. Doesn't matter. Subscribe. It's gonna be it's gonna get better. I'm setting up a studio in my house. Um, I have a bunch of other podcasts that I've done with a bunch of other amazing people. Um, you know, Janet always knows where to find me. If you can't find me, ask her because she answers her DMs, right? Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just started doing a morning show on an app called Station Head, and that's going to be every morning, Eastern Standard Time from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. May God help me. I'm on my fifth cup of coffee today. <laughs> and it's going gonna, it's gonna to get weird. I, by the end of the week, I'm going to just be seeing stars. I'm not going to even know where I'm at. But um, we're doing that, and, and that's a very positive, like, we're just playing music. And we're, we're talking about stuff that's non-political. I bring up weird and wacky news. Uh, did you know that, you know, they declared, you know, a rat as a human in San Francisco? Good times. But there's all kinds of stuff that goes on that isn't politics-based. It doesn't require us to get angry. We can, we can all just come together and, like, the one thing we all have in common as humans, no matter what happens, no matter how crazy it gets out there, is we all still love music, you know? Right. And that's True. one thing we can always find common ground. Everything else fails us. At least we all still have music. I can't name a single person that's like, ah, the Beatles. Nah. It's one nope. thing we all so. can, we can all agree on. And, you know, I just have one more thing I want to say, you know, to your audience, to any audience that listens. You don't have to be the biggest bat in the stadium. You don't have to be the, you know, you don't have to wear the shirt and do the thing. Sometimes it's better to just listen to other people, and that's how you can really make a difference. The best way to get someone to listen to you is to listen to them. 
Right. Very true. And that's coming from someone who struggles to listen all the time. So, <laughs> Very wise words. So for me and for Missy, thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next time. Have a good Thanks one. Thanks for having me, Janet. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Have a good one.